Welcome to Downtown World. Don't waste no time with negativity. The conversations you never get to hear with me, Kay Blair. Weekly where we gain inspiration from our special guests. Thank you for tuning in and sharing, subscribing to us each and every week. This week's episode is sponsored by Shop Downtown, your one-stop shop for everything downtown world. You can visit and support us at www.downtownworld.com. That's www.dwntwnwrld.com. Now, let's get into this week's bowl of fruit. Eat fruit and mind your business. morning, good afternoon, good night, and welcome to another week's episode of Downtown Podcast, Don't Waste No Time with Negativity. Now today, as you know, if you followed the, the Downtown blog from the jump, you know that when it comes to Toronto, where I'm born, where I'm raised, this is a city that I ride for. And if you're from Toronto, especially from the East End, like myself, you have, if you are anywhere like in the city of Toronto and you say you never heard of Two Line Music Hut, Malvern Mall, any any of that, then I question your passport or your stamp to the city, period, period. Today we have the legendary two, I'm not even gonna say your government because I don't think anyone really calls you by your actual name, do we? From time to time, but generally the stage name we'll say is Muscle. Yes, he's been a part of many, many legendary shows, legendary connections. When it comes to the dancehall community, as I said, you are a very um, respected name within the culture of that. And as someone as myself that has always admired and been able to witness the the, the growing culture of dancehall in Toronto, and it's something that I'm truly passionate about, as I said, your name is respected, and thank you, Sheldon, for being here today. So everyone, welcome. Thank you. Thank you for having me. It's my pleasure to be here today. You know what I mean? I actually, I really like the acronym of this podcast here. Do not waste no time with negativity. Negativity. Wicked name. Thank you. Thank you. That's what we're on, you know? I literally, people ask me, like, why did you start this podcast? It's going through things in life and seeking that inspiration and motivation. And I was like, selflessly, I was like, why not share it with others? And this is where we are today. And it has led me to a road, as I said, to people in my life that I've always admired, but never had the opportunity to really dive into these conversations, you know? So I'm truly grateful for where this road has been leading me. And Today, tonight is all about you. I definitely am very excited to to dive into this conversation tonight. But what I first want to ask you, Sheldon, is it's a staple question that we do ask here at Downtown. Don't waste no time with negativity. What is the situation? It doesn't have to be recent, but what is the situation where no, no questions asked? It was a negative situation. But somehow, some way, you found a way to like 
rise above. You might have even surprised yourself, but you found a way to rise above and not waste any time with negativity. Something like that. It would be more of a, say, a personal situation where somebody in particular was really trying to pull me down, trying, trying, trying. But I figured, say, listen, I'm not going to waste time with negativity. What I'm going to do is work harder, 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 and prove to you why what you're trying to say, what you're trying to do is totally a waste of time. Keep it positive and keep it moving. That's definitely how what works for me. And that's honestly the successful people and the the real like the real when we say OGs like in the game, that's how you speak. That's how you break knowledge to people like in the younger generation like myself, because the less time, literally the name says it all, the less time you're spending with that is the more time you have to focus on the things that are important and relevant in life, you know? a lot of the things that I'm focused on for 2021 is adding value, you know? Forget all the accolades, no diss to celebrities, anything like that, but we're focused on the real people, the people that I know I could say I see with my eyes or I witnessed certain things where I'm just like, they really did some things, you know? For me, growing up as, as I said, a young child from Scarborough, being with my mom, one of her favorite hotspots was Malver Mall. <laughs> All right. And one of the only things beside maybe, you know, going to Broadway fashion and see whatever the new, the new licks were and things of that nature, or going into the byway, because you've been like, you've been, you've been there. And it's just like one of the other things that made me happy about going to Malver Mall was. I'd always be able to hear some lit music blasting from two-line music HUD's booth, just bringing the vibes to Malvern Mall, despite everything else that has transpired over the years there. That is somewhere where right there by the Payless and the suitcase luggage, yo, <laughs> if you're from Toronto, if you're not like giving me some right now like it's a serious it's a serious monument like then you went outside and you don't know the city what does that mean to you like getting up every day having that commitment like your love of music is so clear to me it was it was a real journey <laughs> a real passion a real vibe if you don't know we really spent 15 years in Malvern Town Center. So we got there in 2002 and we left in 2017. So it took a lot of commitment every day. You're getting up seven days a week, getting up, going in, going in. But it's you have to love what you're doing mm. and love it to another level because some days you're going to make money, some days you're not, some days you're going to have good days, some days you're going to have bad days. But you see, once you love what you do and the people around you also, because it's really the customers. I could be there by myself. A community chatting here with is. you for like, yep, yep, yep. Yeah, you met everybody. You met everybody there from the goodest person to the worst person and everybody in between, judges to criminals to everybody celebrities ben johnson you name it everybody would pass through it was a really 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 good vibe yes and 
I know the importance of that as well because shout outs to my cousin and most people in the community know her as like Nikki Hype. But my aunt having Salon Janice and that was another staple place for me in my life, right? And my mother's first job coming to Canada was at Randy's. So the whole block, Wild. <laughs> the whole block knows me you know what i'm saying but it that's why i i i truly am honored when i say i truly am honored to speak with you because i know staple places when you say the dance hall toronto reggae community in the city like if you haven't gone to certain places then you just don't know what you are speaking on or the value that it brought because like you said the people that would pass through there and i remember at times like as I was getting older, I love to go to your booth and just speak to you about like different mixes you would have because then I started going to Jamaica and knowing the value of getting the CDs from Yad. So if I wanted a next thing that was close to that, it would be by you or I go by Morningside and Shepherd, by the West Indian store there and grab um, Charlie's and Charles. <laughs> and it's just your commitment, like, Yes, I love the way you've, in a sense, rebranded and how you're doing things now. But like, if anyone were to try to like say anything, I'd be like, nah, because from time, as you said, there's not a day if you weren't there in the morning that it because you were out doing something and your wife would be like, you're you're coming later or you're dropping to like you. You always had that hustle and like commitment, like. So. You set an example to many without, like, do you ever think about it that way? Do you? It's it's something where, I'll tell you this, because where you met me in Malvern Town Center, that was actually my second phase. Where we started was April 1st, 1996. And we started with cassettes and VHS. We had another store that was on Kingston Road, and then we opened the uh, Malvern Town Center. So that was our second location there. But you see, it's something where you see when you love what you do, and you're just passionate about it, and you want to find ways to do it better every day, every day, every day, you'll continue to grow and continue to shine and continue to love what you're doing. And I never really seen it as an okay I'm setting an example or anything. It's just, hey, I love what I do. Let me get to work. Let me do it. And let me try to be the best that I could be. Seriously. Understand. And it's very important, you know, to be the best. I like to highlight key part, be the best that you can be. You mm -hmm. know, a lot of the times I feel like people get distracted. Another saying that we have here at downtown is eat fruit and mind your business. You understand. <laughs> <laughs> and drink water too. Don't forget that. Hey, all of it, drink water, all of it. And it's all up. And when we say eat fruit, mind your business, we mean that in the literal sense and in the spiritual sense. So I love to ask you, you know, what is some fruit that spiritually, in a sense, like motivationally that you would like to share with us today when you reflect on your journey and just getting up every day and being seriously committed and passionate about something in life? Well, the first thing you have to do is either when you get up, pray, or before you leave your house, pray. Amen. You understand? And that gives you the fuel to continue for the rest of your day. And that's, that's really my secret power. It's just pray about it. 
and understand the signs that you see. Because when you pray for it, doesn't mean that it's going to come exactly the way that you think it would. It's going to come in a different way, but you got to be able to understand the signs and see, oh, okay, and have faith. Have faith to what you're asking for and work towards what you're asking for. That is amazing. And another reason why I was really looking forward to you today is because, as I said, I love dancehall, reggae. That's like my first love before hip hop, you know? And growing up, as I said, with my relations, like I was able to see and learn a lot and just be attracted to it from like super young, you know? <laughs> Whether it's in the van helping to sell tickets or whatever, you know? Crazy. and. It's just when you think about your 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 part, your role in that community, how do you feel about how COVID now has like affected that and the livelihoods for a lot of people, you know, that whole culture, even though there's ways that it's been tried to like, you know, but it's definitely not the same. Definitely. If we're talking about live events, you have to remember that's a whole ecosystem from the graphic designer to the person printing the tickets, to the location, selling the tickets, to the venue, to the DJs, to the promoters, to the liquor store, to the security, to the decor, all of that is an ecosystem. Everything. Everything. So then that right there got put on pause right away with so many other stuff. But during this pause, it kind of gave you a lot of time to reevaluate what you thought was important and what isn't really important and what you could do to improve what you're doing in the first place or find something else new to do to contribute, to continue to contribute what you love. Mm. Mm -hmm. I love that because a a debate that I have a lot of the times, um, I tweeted not too long ago and I said, if hip hop is a billion dollar industry then dancehall reggae or reggae dancehall I should say should be a trillion dollar industry and when I look at like specifically Toronto and how things are done here while I love the way certain things are done I'm like there's so many ways to grow there's so many ways to like elevate the game and just really like step up how we do things because that is something that people always say like they love reggae they love dancehall but how is it being made lucrative that's the real that's the real challenge it's really what the whole thing is missing is um industry on a whole that works together where you have professionals over here and professionals over here but in between you have a lot of people hustling so what you have to go through to get to the professionals is a real hassling not having a real professional industry on a worldwide because you have mega stars like if we're going to go mega you have like the the shaggies the sean paul's the beanies the bounties the cartels the mavados those are mega stars you know but then when you look over at hip-hop now and you look at the um jay-z's the dr dre's those the p diddy's those moguls we're talking about two completely different things because they have a industry but their industry has been around for a lot longer even if it's outside of hip-hop just the music industry on a fact has been around a lot longer so as long as reggae on a whole 
understands that, that there's a lot of money to be made once it's put together proper as an industry, then people will be making some serious, serious, serious it's, money. It's it's hard for me because I will say then people will get mad when I'll be like, Popcon is the one to have I don't want people to come for me, but like don't worry, see what I'm gonna keep it guys, I'm gonna keep it real. Like in a sense, when you're looking at the books, to me, he mm-hmm. he becomes bigger than Movado because he, like Drake said, it's not about who did it first, it's about who did it right. And when we're talking about in measurements to how Billboard and Grammys and the music industry sets things, yes, Movado is very close and Everyone knows I'm Gaza Susie all day, Vibes Cartel all day. Okay. I I I I'm still saying free robots, but when it comes to the business aspect, I say Popcorn is that one to have done it the proper way to really monetize uh, what we call dancehall reggae. And I know people are gonna come for me, but if you really like dive into like and think about what I'm saying, like he he has found a way to get the streams so that it converts into the platinum selling records and not just like the street love. But remember where somebody like a Popcon learned all of this from was from Vibes Cartel. Where Vibes Cartel learned all of this from was Bounty Killer. All they continued to do was put something on top of what they learned, on top of what they learned to continue to push it to higher levels. Because where Popcon is, he's in a... Mainstream. He's in a real different position than a lot of these artists right now. You know what I mean? And that's really, it's because of what he learned from a vibes cartel. And what Agreed. cartel mm-hmm. And everyone knows that I will say, argue with me and I will I will go to bat on it. I always say vibes cartel is like the Jay-Z of, of dancehall. Mm-hmm. I say that. And I will argue that point down. <laughs> With he's, he's, with he, he belongs on he belongs on the Mount Rushmore of dance hall. That I you know what I'm saying? But when I'm sure. saying that, I'm definitely but I'm shaggy, like those I'm not even mentioned. They're in a top a t- like you know what I'm saying? So don't think that, you know. But when it comes to you're right, Popcorn had to learn it from someone. But when I'm looking at that black and white, yes, Robots came out with street vibes. Yes, he came out with um product produce TV shows and things of that nature. But the the consistency, all of that, like the unruly, the branding, everything, Popcon is the one to have, I'm saying like successfully ran the play. Yeah. I can I cannot argue with your point of how you're seeing it because again, what you're saying, there's nothing wrong with what you're saying at all. It's just as I said, he got it from here, he put it on there, and he okay. took it, and he ran with it. Yeah. He completely ran with it, and he brought it. So once you're link- linking with somebody like Drake now, the world is yours. And that's why I said over Movado, because Movado did the play with DJ Khaled. Not mm-hmm. to say that the play fell off, but it, it's not hitting the same. Mm-hmm. But remember, Movado was the first one with Drake, you know, and exactly. then Popcorn came after. Exactly. It's just Popcorn took it to... Uh, a different stratosphere than where Movado was, even though Movado was somewhere different in his career than Popcorn was, you could argue all of that. But as you said, in black and white, Popcorn is the one that really took it to that stratosphere. Exactly. And that's, and that's exactly the part there where it's just like, 
it's it's when it comes to us as like Jamaicans and things of like that, like the Caribbean, we're so focused on like the opinionative part. And that's why I feel like the other genres are winning because not to sound grimy in a way, but it's the black and white. And that's why I say he he rose, not to say rose above that, but he's just like, I'm just gonna let people talk. They could say I'm wandering down the sound, et cetera, et cetera, but on this black and white, according to not that all numbers are, you know, but he's doing it in a way where we can be like shaggy, like those transcending plays. So I, I agree. I agree yeah. with you. So when it comes to yourself now and what gave you that inspiration? Because if if I had seen you where where I remember like knowing you from to now what you are doing, and I love the show that you are doing and the content that you are spreading, truly appreciate it on the entertainment report. And what inspired you to have that rebrand and to be comfortable with that? It's a, it was a case where it was, okay, let's go back to the mall here. Mm-hmm. 2017, when we left, four years before that, I wanted to leave, but I was terrified. I didn't know what I would do. No, it was 2014, so three years before that. I was terrified. I did not know what I was going to do. Mm-hmm. Sales were dwindling. Business wasn't doing good. I didn't know what I was going to do. Didn't know what I was going to do. 2017 came. I said, you know what? Let's make the jump. When we got to where we are now, the studio slash the office, my first intention was to say, okay, we're not going to sell CDs because that that game was done already. We're going to do strictly uploads to people's phones and laptops and iPads. As soon as I walked in the office and shut the door, bang, I knew that wouldn't work. I knew it wouldn't work right away. So I said, frig, what do I do? My friend, Wes Hype from Juice Comedy, he sent me a video of this um, guy, Gary V. So when I seen it was Gary V, I said, huh? I seen Gary V before. He's, he was loud and all yeah. over the place. And to me, me personally, when people on things are like that, it really kind of pushes me away. Yeah. I, said, oh, I didn't pay it no mind. He said, a couple weeks later, he hit me. He said, yo, did you watch a video? I said, nah. But I said, you know what? Let me give it a look. Let me try to look at Gary V or listen to him from a different point of view. You see, when I listen to him now, it was like, because I was completely out of the mall, I was in a different mind space. It's like he spoke <laughs> right to my soul, right to my soul. And first things I keep hearing him repeat was podcast, podcast. First, you need to be a media company, comma, whatever the case is. Didn't really understand what this man was saying. Okay, cool. Working with it. 20 January, 2018. Now we decide to do the podcast. Okay, let's do it and see what happens. Then here we are now. What are we, January 20, 20. January 20th, 2021, 150 something episodes later. And it's like, um, I feel like we're still just trying to understand what's going on. Still Wait, trying to understand. As in podcasts, you're still thinker, even though it's 150. Yeah, that's cool. But you got to remember, if we're only three years into podcasting, podcasting now, it's like a three-year-old child. What a three-year-old child knows is completely different than what a 10-year-old child knows. Completely different than what a 18-year-old or a 20-year-old adult knows. So we're we're still just getting it all together, but I love what I'm doing. And it's like the inspiration is everywhere. 
You know what I mean? I see you doing your stuff. That's why I, I seen when you interviewed um, iOctane. And I clicked your link and then I seen how you had it in blog style. And then at the end of the video, I said, yo, this is wicked. I love how you do yourself. And that's inspiration there. So it's like you get inspired from many different things and you have to love what you do. Yeah. I don't think we could be doing what we're doing now if we weren't doing what we're doing from before. What we're doing from before had opened many doors to allow us to do what we're doing right now. Thanks. Because mm -hmm. I said, I said straight up, I was like, yo, you got the cheat code. You yeah. were selling everybody, you were selling everybody's tickets. Of course, when you when you say to Maz now, hey, uh, you got the interview right away. <laughs> it helped. Help helps. It did help. I, I can't sit here and like you because you see the trick with it is this. It's like every new level. You have to be able to reinvent yourself and you have to, you're, you're the new guy now, but the new guy with some contacts. So you contact yeah, some of your contacts, yeah. Yeah, put you on to somebody, that person puts you on to somebody. It's just a step. You just keep moving, keep moving, keep moving. So cheat code, uh, a little bit. A I'm, little pulling, bit. I'm uh, pulling your chain, but I will say there's only one time, there's only one time I actually got upset with you. Okay, let's talk. <laughs> let's talk. <laughs> There's only one time I got upset with you. And okay. it was when DeMarco was supposed to be coming to Toronto. And I got the tickets from you. Okay. And of course, I ended up going and he was not there. And the next day, I came back to you. And I was like, so you mean to tell me, say, you, you know. did not... <laughs> <laughs> you did not know DeMarco wasn't coming. So your percentage on doing what you're supposed to do, you is very high. Mm. That's what I'm saying. If you could look at someone and as I, as you said, you've been there for over a decade. And all I can say is, <laughs> and that's not even, that's not even anything. You know what I mean? Because by the time you saw me walking down, you had the money in hand. So <laughs> you, you weren't even holding me. You weren't yeah. even holding me. So that speaks volumes, you know? And as we know in the dancehall community, reggae community, people love to chat, eat fruit, mind your business. How do you deal with, being within that space and being having a partner. You see, the trick, the trick with me is this. I see myself as in I'm in the business, I'm part of the business, but I could also turn it on and turn it off as I want. That's why even our podcast is called the entertainment report. It's not called the reggae report, the soccer report, the uh, the hip hop report, the movie report, it's called entertainment. So you could move around and do you want to do over here right now. Okay. The dance hall, there's it's too busy over there. Let me leave it alone. Let's go see what's going on with hip hop. And you can, because it's entertainment. So it's like you stick to yourself, you do your work and you go home and you control yeah. what you put on social media. You understand? I control social media. Social media does not control me. Yeah. You understand exactly. Yes, I'm sorry. I get excited like when people are just <laughs> talking that real, real, you know, because it's it's so true. And I feel like a lot of the things that people complain about 
as you said, you control social media. Social media doesn't control you. And that is a huge part where it's just like people eat fruit mind your business. It's it's a lifestyle. Seriously. Like you don't not everything. My mom used to say, um, see I'm blind here and deaf. You're deaf. Yeah. Like <laughs> listen, these are things that like embedded in the brain. So it's just mm-hmm. like when you leave your household, I'm not sure what has happened. If everyone's saying money is the goal, money is on the brain, that is the mission, you know? And that is what you mentioned. I hope people are taking in the bars. I like to say, you know, when in a rap, in a verse, there's there's 16 bars, you're giving out a lot of bars tonight. So I hope people are taking it in, you know? That's a very crucial part of branding. You wanna, you wanna rebrand yourself. You wanna show people that you're into something new, but you don't wanna limit yourself too much no no that's the the biggest thing that you could the biggest injustice you could do for yourself today especially with the internet is limit yourself to only one thing you could love what you do like it's no secret like reggae dance hall is that's my backbone that's what built me that's what i stand on we when it comes to hip-hop i was into hip-hop before i was into dance hall we were into soak and all of these software too along the way. We like movies. I might interview a clown next week. It's entertainment. Yeah. Don't don't <laughs> limit yourself to any one thing. This morning you might wake up, you might want to watch some something to do with gossip. Yeah. By nighttime comes, you might want to watch something to do with blockchain. It's just don't ever limit yourself, whether what you're presenting to the world or even your intake. To one thing there's so many different things out there exactly um i do respect your time and i know my time is there but i am truly having such a great time speaking with you come come i got time come on i have time let's do this man thank you i truly i truly i truly truly because i do respect your time so thank you you know when it comes to that consistency it is it is so important you know a lot of the blessings that I've even received with things that have happening, including this conversation in itself, what a lot of people have said to me is that, you know, when they come back and they see what's happening, it's like, I'm still being consistent. Can you, you and it's a reoccurring theme of what we're speaking on today, but it truly is a key that, you know, a lot of people miss or they get lazy. Consistency is the magic, is a magic, but this is, this is where, it kind of it gets tricky. You're putting out, okay, we're podcasting. All right. We're putting out episodes. Very first episodes, everybody's excited. Let's just say you get a hundred listeners. Very first episode, okay. Everybody's excited, want to listen to you. Okay. You're working the way you put out episode two. By the time you put out episode two, everybody's kind of excited, but now your listeners have dropped down to 50. Okay, cool. But you're still now episode three. I only have 30 listeners, episode four, they've gone to 20. Do you continue to move forward and say, listen, I know we're going to dip and then we're going to go back up. So even if I'm basically speaking to an empty room, do I continue or do I just, oh, they dropped off. So I drop off too. No, you continue because you're building a, a catalog. You understand? So by the time you get to those thousand listeners, you're consistent, consistent every week at eight o'clock. You're putting all your episodes every week at eight o'clock. So by the time it catches fire and there's a thousand people now listening per episode, they're going to go back and want to hear everything else you put up. Stay consistent. 
even if it's three people watching, trust me, I know how hard it is because I've been through it and I go through it. It's so hard. But once you get to the thousand, it's lovely. But you have to go through that three to get to that thousand. Stay consistent. Consistency matters, boss. It does. Mm -hmm. It does. And, you know, it's so important. Um, one of my other favorite, like, podcasts to watch is Mike Tyson's Hot Boxing. Mm -hmm. You know, wow. Like, sometimes watching his podcast, I'm like, I, how is this man not doing this, like, but you know it's it's a part of the journey it's just a part of the journey you know he had to go through what he went through in order to give us like who exactly it's amazing but a, a reoccurring thing that they talk about on their show you know is the ego and that interfering and being like a whole thing when it comes to like the male mm -hmm. females as well but especially amongst males you know, and I feel like, especially among Jamaican men, you know, obviously I'm Jamaican. There's so much testosterone. There's so much, I say, pissing contest, you know? How do you maneuver through that? And like, what is your advice to that? Because I look at people like Dwayne Connell or, you know, Fire Kid Steenie or, there's just certain people to line music where you guys maneuver in a certain way where, you know, we would like, we would say that person, I'll go to you, <laughs> you know, but translation for those who, who don't get it. There's just certain people when you move a certain yeah. way, people know how to, to trouble you. You but just got to know, you just got to understand, understand your surroundings and you just got to know how to read a room and how to live period. You understand you're not going to the same person you are on air is generally the same person you have to be off the air to where listen i'm not into no mix-up boss that's just not my thing at all so if that's what you're dealing with over there leave me out of it because i'm not into that you have to be able to stand up on your own own two feet as your own man have your own beliefs you do what you think is best for you and any situation you're in and keep all parties involved happy. Okay. I know this person and I know this person here. I'm not involved with none of, none of whatever is going on here. Leave me out of it and don't put my name into your, into your mix up. Yeah. You understand? Yeah. Just keep you, you got to keep, keep everything straight, deal with everybody straight and they will, Hopefully deal with you straight. That's how you keep you keep your name clean. I tell everybody, there's two types of credits in this world. There is the, the Equifax, you have to have good credit there. And then there's a real life credit where there's people that could vouch for you. Say, okay, as you said, he's a good youth. Okay, this person, whatever. Because you see from they say, yo, I don't like that person. And there's 10 people in the room and the other nine people say, no, nah, man, he's a good person. That's your credit working for you right there. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, I agree. Ooh, the credit of life. Yeah. It gets deep. It gets deep because it's it's very important, you know? When I I remember like a couple of years ago when I did the um Trinity Chris interview and yeah. like there was a bit of like chatter around that. And I'm like, guys, there's no like what I'm trying to build. Of course now the people they'll be like, Oh yeah, like 
I believe in you. But back then, like, they're just like, yeah, like, you're doing this blog thing, whatever, you know. But what I was trying to explain to people, like, there's no ego in it for me. There's no like, oh, because of this or because of that. It's, it's genuinely because we're doing something from a genuine place. I don't have time to like, I understand that certain things are real, but especially when it comes to even these young rappers in the city, you know, I, I'm, I don't, I'm not repping for any blocks. I'm repping for Toronto. I'm repping for showing our art. I'm repping for building and really, as I, I, as I spoke to this young journalist, Adriel Smiley, the other day, where it's just like, we're trying to set it so that the same way we would watch New York and things would happen, and you'd be like, we gotta go to Hot 97. We gotta go to Power 105. Toronto, people are looking here. And it's not for academics and those people to come here and tell us what to do. It's for them to know when they come, they have to come and check Two Line Music Cut. They have to come and check Downtown. They have to come and check where Adriel Smiley's up at. They have to go and check, like there's certain places that you just have to go to. But you see, you have to build a platform and a lot of people, mm. they look at, okay, say some somebody like an academics now, oh, he has 3 million subscribers on YouTube. Okay, cool. First thing I tell somebody is go to that tab that says popular, oldest, and newest. Click on the oldest. See how long this man has been doing this thing. See how long it took him to get here. And look at his early videos. Look at the amount of views and look how things change. You got to build, bro. A lot of these big platforms have been on five, seven, eight years plus. It takes time. It takes a lot of time. But if you're just always worried about, oh, I can't get as big as them, so why even start? You lost already, bro. You know what I mean? You got to build, bro. <laughs> you have to. Like, let me ask you, how long now have you been doing your podcast? Like four, four and a half years. That's how long you've been doing your podcast. And what was it like when you first started, when you first started doing your podcast? Oh, everything was a no. Wasted money that I didn't have to spend long nights trying to figure out how to run these programs yourself like yeah with like one to two listeners after all that work <laughs> mm -hmm. and what made you continue to go because it's something that I really wanted to do like I it, it was inter it was it was enjoyable for myself like I'm listening back to the interviews taking notes and enjoying it myself so I'm like I'm just waiting for everyone else to catch up in a sense, you know? So it's, it's everything that you're speaking on is, is so real. It's so real. Yeah. Because you have to remember at first they're gonna, they're gonna bash you and then they're gonna praise you. That's just how it works. You know, I remember an incident where this was probably, we were about a year in good friend called me and say, Hey, must listen. Some guys are talking, they don't really like what you're doing, bringing up these stories, this and that, that and this. Not to turn to him and say, boss, listen, I respect you 100%, but let me tell you this off the air. The same ones that's in this circle tell you they don't like, they don't like, they're in my DMs, they're on WhatsApp, and they're calling my phone, ask me, when is it their time? You hear? So don't get tricked with this, oh, I don't like, I don't like. 
get they'll bash you and then they'll come praise you after that's just especially how this is how toronto's always been from from jump you understand you have to that's why it's it's good you see somebody like you somebody like me putting in the work so once you make it you know if you could make it out of here you could basically make it out of anywhere yeah it's true and you know it's it's chestnut checkers and i knew my goals i knew my dreams and i didn't have time to waste for consistently for toronto people to be telling me no so yeah i crossed the border and i went international and that landed me on tmz harper's bazaar and now people you know no but like i just like this little girl from Scarborough. So to anyone watching, like Sheldon did over a decade, <laughs> more than one location. <laughs> and then how many years later, a, a huge moment for me, I personally was at home screaming and saluting for you when I seen the clip of you getting to ask Carrie me a question. <laughs> about a full circle moment for you. Explain like, that moment of like what that rush was and i love the vlogging that you and your wife do <laughs> <laughs> you know Just those are usually that full circle because of what you were at when you were introduced to him then being able to see him with your own eyes and flesh and asking him a question to what you're doing now like yeah it was it was okay let's talk about that gary v moment there that was it was really weird how that even came around. I remember it was around Christmas time. I seen an ad on Facebook. Yeah. So, okay, Gary V's coming to, to Toronto. Okay. My wife asked me, what do you want for Christmas? I said, you know what? I want some tickets to see Gary V. Says, okay, I'll get them. So again, my same friend, Wes, um, Wes Hype. I told him, I said, yo, my wife's getting me um, some tickets to go see Gary V. I'll bring you along. He said, okay. He said, you know what? Give me a couple of days. I'll call you back. I said, all right, cool. He called me back. He said, yo, I got us three VIP tickets to go see him. I said, what? Okay, cool. Me, him, and Trissy went down to the um, Sony Center at the time. When we got in the building, we were there, and our seats were like towards the back of the auditorium or something like that because first come, first service, yeah. wherever. Okay, cool. Then with the tickets, they had a VIP lunch. So the VIP lunch was with Gary V. That's where he was signing the books. And if you've ever seen a picture I took, that's where I took it with him at the VIP lunch. Okay, cool. Mm -hmm. I said, yo, I'll see you upstairs. He said, okay, cool. He was, I didn't really, I was just saying, okay, I'll see you upstairs. There's nothing serious. When we went back from lunch now, our seats were gone. And where we had to sit, it was like a row closer. But right beside us, there was a microphone. There was these two younger kids sitting at the two outside seats, me, Wes, and then Tris. I said, yo, guys, watch this. All right, cool. They talk. They said, anybody um has questions? So the two kids sitting down beside me I said, yo, move. Because I know you guys aren't getting up to ask anything. I was the second one up there. All right. But all this time, I had no idea what I was going to ask this man. None. None. <laughs> all right, cool. Got up there now. First thing I say, hey, Gary. My name is Sheldon, been following him for a while, whatever the case is, talking to him, talking to him. Ask him a question about hustle versus hustle versus investing. Great answer and everything. Okay, cool. I was about to walk away. 
And then something pulled me back to the mic and this came out of my mouth. I said, Gary, will you be on my podcast? We're eight, we're about eight months. No, not even. We started January. We seen him in February. Gary, will you be on my podcast? He turned wrong and said, yes, Sheldon, no problem. Done. Done. Right like that. But this was the only problem that um, I, I know now. After he said that, I just went right back and sat down in my chair because I was just happy to get the yes. yes. The yes is cool. How are we going to make it happen, Gary? And that's the part we still didn't figure out yet. So I'm still waiting to actually connect with him, but it doesn't matter. When I spoke to him, we had probably five episodes. And as I said, right now we're one something. So then that's a big gap. If I spoke to Gary at episode six, I don't think I'd really know what I would be doing kind of, kind of per se. When you go back and listen to your old episodes, listen to an episode from two years, not even your beginning, you know, from two years ago, you're a totally different person. So if I'd got him on episode six, I wouldn't be the same person now. So it's like, even if it's, we don't get to sit down with him till episode 1000, it doesn't matter. Cause I know that's the time, but yeah, meeting Gary V that full circle moment. Crazy, crazy, crazy. Yeah. And yeah. thank you for just like sharing that vulnerability, you know, as a man, because everybody has their, their, their downtimes. And I have spent so many hours listening taking in Gary V content when I was feeling stuck, trying to contemplate what way to move with my business, everything. So like, I definitely know a lot of entrepreneurs can, can definitely. And then when you finally get to meet that person that you've been listening to for so long, like I was like, I had to ask you <laughs> how that, how that felt because you know, my palms would have been sweating. Like It was, it was really, it was really interesting. As I said, we consume all of these videos on YouTube, these podcasts, where we get them from. But to see you and say, okay, you're the one that said this yeah. and you're actually here. That was, that was a real amazing feeling. It's just like, I guess, meeting your favorite singer, rapper, oh, yeah. author. It's the same, same feeling, but it's like this person tells you to do stuff. You do stuff and results happen. And, you know, I, I am still a fan of Gary Vee, but there's definitely been a lot of people that have come out and yeah. they're, they're coming and I'm still watching him because as I said, I've watched his career over the years. And because of him, I, I found out about Anchor very early and mm -hmm. you know, was a part of it, but here's where my issue lies. And I can have this conversation. With you All right, let's talk is you know when it comes to us as the canadian podcasters we do not have it as easy as the people in the states for example mm -hmm. as i said i've been doing my podcast earliest episode goes back to like 2017 on on anchor okay so wild. and i'm still not able to monetize on anchor unless i have a US like, you know, account how that stuff goes. And while Anchor is a great blessing because you're able to go on all these DSPs and I get all the laws and banking systems, et cetera, but that's not the only place that treats the Canadian podcasting community that way. And there's not many 
avenues besides like sponsorship, maybe running your own ads, um, developing like your own sponsors, that type of thing for us as Canadian podcasters to like monetize. So what is just your opinions on that conversation? Like, do you even feel the same? Um, but there's things like this is a growing community. There's hundreds of podcasts being released every day and us on this side of the border, while we like to do things like people in the States, we can't. You see, the trick with me is, I guess this is where I'm kind of lacking in that part there, is I've never looked for the monet monetization through audio as of yet. Because mm -hmm. right now I'm still trying to build that out. Even the video aspect, we're still trying to build that out. I said, okay, after we hit 10,000 subs on YouTube, that's when we'll start to implement um, sponsorship and all that stuff there. We just hit the 10,000 like last week or something. Yeah. Thank you. Thank you. So and then now I said, okay, sponsorship. Because again, just I'm pretty sure you're like me. You're always going through YouTube, trying to get more information, get more information, read up stuff. University. Hell yeah. <laughs> you understand. So yeah. then now it's like the name of the game isn't really getting solely monetized from the platform itself. There are several other different streams that you have to use, and that will be more lucrative than the actual, the actual platform itself. But I'll tell you this much. If any of us have an episode and we're getting, say for audio now, we're doing... 100,000, 200, 300,000 downloads per episode, that conversation would change very quickly. You understand? Because they're just interested with numbers. Yes. None of us are doing those crazy numbers yet. Yes. Yet. Yeah. Once those numbers come into play, anything is possible. Hey, I'm doing 100,000 downloads a month. And 100,000 downloads an episode, and I'm putting out seven episodes a month. That's 700,000 downloads for the month. What are we doing here now? Spotify, Mr. Anchor, Mr. Google Play. What are we doing here? It'll be a different conversation. Yeah. But also, you know, wow, like bars, you know, you're, we're seeing a lot. And I definitely get into my nerd bag. So I'm sorry if I'm getting like, a little bit excited. Don't and worry. Feel free to let me know, like, if you got to go, because I'm just like, so into this conversation right now, you know, and you're like, when a person that I feel like equally, we can discuss this. And you kind of know you're not getting lost in like, what I'm speaking on, you know, but it's, 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 that's the thing. Do you wait to Multiple streams of income is a thing. Do you wait to master one platform at a time? Or do we ourselves now call up these businesses and say, well, these are my numbers and this is what I'm doing across the board. Cause I can't wait on YouTube till I get the 1000 or the how many hours for you guys to say, all right, here's the check. And even then, we still got to deal with the CPM and all of those type of things. You got it. But you have to remember, as uh, again, it's it's a business and you're really concerned with numbers. Where we're at a disadvantage is being Canadian. Because remember, Canada, I guess, let's, for random sake, let's say we have 40 million and we know we don't have 40 million people. And yeah. remember, this isn't 40 million people listening to us. Yeah. All right. And you go across the border, you're dealing with 300 plus million. Mm -hmm. So that us being from Canada is a big disadvantage. But you said something that was smart. 
you were trying to do strictly Canadian at first, but then you knew, okay, you have to dip into the American market. I'm in the American market, but that doesn't mean that I don't do Canadians also. I mix it all together and hopefully I could continue to get my numbers up. Once you get your numbers up, that's all these businesses are concerned with. They don't concern with how good of a person you are, how far you think you're going to get. You have a thousand people that listen to you. They don't care. They're only interested in extraordinary numbers. That's possible. Look at somebody like uh, who I always look up to and say, hey, I'm not doing absolutely nothing until I hit those numbers. When you look at somebody like a Joe Rogan, Joe Rogan is at episode 1,000. 1,000, yeah, like 1,500 or something, yeah, yeah. Now you're doing something. Remember, he was offered the $100 million um, to go to Spotify, but he had content. He had crazy, crazy, crazy numbers. Well, this a whole discography. <laughs> listen, listen, and you got you to continue to work. Like even like somebody like you know, you say, okay, you've been grinding from... 2017 okay if you 2017 in another say six years from now you'll still be young and your catalog is still going to be crazy what if then you really get the super monetization that you are looking for you don't need it today there you don't have to i have to have it today i've been doing this for five years it's a five-year-old kid a five-year-old kid is completely different than a 10-year-old or 15-year-old kid it will come, but you've got to put in those crazy numbers. You know what I mean? And I think also, like, for me, like, the independence is very key. I know it's the popular talk, people, you know, Black Lives Matter, stuff like that. But, like, for real, for real, like, that is the play. Because, you know, um, it's the importance, the importance of being able to see your own numbers and see what's happening. And that is like my love hate relationship with anchor because while I've been giving you guys all these years of content and I'm seeing what you guys are telling me, you know, and I'm grateful that you guys allow me to be on all these other DSPs at no charge, but is there really a charge? There, everything is a charge. You have to remember, if you're not paying for it, somebody else is. You're now the product. There's always a charge. Anchor, Anchor wouldn't be Anchor if they didn't offer free things and other people got paid off of that also. You understand? You think Instagram is free just because we're all there posting what we want? That's not free. Yeah. So then when another, um, you know, I'm, is it, are you, like, I just get really excited about you know, this conversation, especially because we're in the same city. But when it comes to even podcasts like Earn Your Leisure, you know, shout out to them and what they've been able to like build and things like that. But then, okay, another state's move that I'm seeing happening is the whole concept of the Patreon and building that exclusivity, you know, or having a way where fine, maybe you'll get the podcast a couple of days um, ahead of others or you'll be able to have one-on-one like whatever people incorporate into their podcasting like world Mm -hmm. what are your thoughts on like platforms like that or monetizing in that sense because you see yeah 
you can monetize. There's, there's no right or wrong way to monetize. I've been monetizing off of my Instagram yeah. for like the past, like really monetizing probably the past three to four years. And I'm not talking, okay, something. I'm talking serious, yeah. serious contracts from serious businesses. And this is way before you hit 10,000 followers and stuff on Instagram. And again, it's because you have to know what it is that you're going for and how you plan on getting them. I tell everybody, what you see me do is one big experiment so that I could go back and tell my clients, say, hey, this works. Yeah. Hey, I think you should try this. Hey, this whatsoever, the whatever it is. There's a million ways. It's either direct monetization or off of the back end. There's a lot of money to be made. And especially like your style, how you're how you do your content where you have the blog and then they get to watch the video or the audio after the fact. That way is amazing. And remember, there's simple ways as in AdSense on your website and all of those stuff there, or there's direct sponsorship, or there's clients that you could get and say, hey, pay me $40,000 a year. And I will think there, I will deal with all your marketing for your, your digital marketing and all those stuff there. That's other ways of monetization. And listen, those deals are as real as day right now. Oh, yeah. You understand? Real as day. For somebody to say, here's $40,000, here's $50,000, here's $80,000, here's $100,000. To do what you do for me on an Instagram, on a YouTube, whatever, those deals are as real as day. Yeah, it is. It is. And, you know, now that we have this newish kind of app it's still kind of in its beta phase but clubhouse you know say that. <laughs> we, we must we must discuss you know i don't know when i will have this opportunity again so i have to i have to just come on we're going don't worry like just what are your thoughts because i'm seeing people now recording episodes hosting episodes hosting podcast events panels things of that nature you know on that and they're kind of stepping away from the hospin, the hopin, sorry, and like stream, stream yard and things of that nature. So, you know, what are your thoughts on that? And like, okay, you want real, real feedback. One of my biggest pet peeves, mm -hmm. you know, when I watch these entrepreneurs, because as I said, I take in, I'm a huge nerd. I watch a lot of things. I take in a lot, I do my homework. I could see this. I see I this. My, I do my homework. And what I what I hate is when you finally get to see Grant Cardone or someone talk mm -hmm. and they're giving you those fluff answers. Like Well, all you do is this consistently over seven years and great things will happen. Like tell me the program. Tell me, <laughs> tell me the you know what I mean? If we're really trying to help each you know what I'm saying? Like, so I say that to you to say like we want the real the real answers because I really want to see Toronto win like and but we Toronto we can is win winning, you know? exactly because through my homework mm -hmm. I see that the eyes are here and everybody wants to know but we have to be. Listen, okay. Two ears and one mouth for a reason. So I'm going to use my two ears and let, no. and let you take okay, it. Listen, listen, we're, 
we're winning in Toronto, but it's just okay as podcasters and media and stuff. This is where we need to step our game up and start getting some crazy numbers. Why do you think we haven't seen a Drake, a Tory Lanes, a Weekend, a Justin Bieber, or any of these guys on any of our platforms? Because they want to make sure, listen, if they're going to come, instead of going to No Jumper, where they know No, no Jumper has 3 million subs, they might get 200,000 people viewing it. They might feel like they're doing us a favor by, okay, I usually get 5,000 views on my own, but Drake came around and now I got 700,000 views. He doesn't want to do that. He wants to know that you're consistently getting 100,000 views. And when he comes on, he's going to make you get 120,000 views. He's not doing you any favors. It's a partnership that we're working here. Yeah. Understand? And I, that's why I don't get mad with them. I just see them as in, okay, Drake, I see you. I'll see you in five years, buddy. You know what I mean? Yeah. Hot or not, I will see you in five years because you have to put in that amount of crazy work to make it happen. And that's why. And I'm getting the Drake interview. Of course, we all are. We're, we we're, all are. We're getting the Drake interview and I'm getting the Vibes Cartel interview. Come Either on. Or in real life, I'm yeah. getting it. <laughs> they're, they're there to get. But again, look at something like even, but they're not a podcast, but they they exist in the podcast world, but they're not a podcast, like a breakfast club. You know how long Breakfast Club has been on there, even though they're a radio station, but you know how long they've been on the air? They've been on eight, probably nine years right now. Yeah. That's a lot of work. Yeah. Yeah. You know what I mean? Put once we put in that work, this conversation we're having now is gonna five years from now, the conversation is gonna be tears. Okay. You know what, downtown? You're taking 10000 per episode, so we don't want to drop the value right now. So we're going to stay in between the eight to $12,000 per episode for sponsorship. That's going to be the next conversation that we're going to be having in five, 10 years from now. Right now, we're just figuring out, okay, how do we build these things so they become real, sustainable podcast businesses? That's what we're trying to figure out now. And as you said, with the clubhouse and all these stuff, this is a full-time job. You know that, right? Full-time. <laughs> yeah. Full-time. Clubhouses, no. My my sister was just telling me about some other live app. Um, Who else did I hear has an app right now or something that a lot of people are on right now? Something else, but it's just... I think I know what you're talking about, but I can't remember the name, but they're mm-hmm. trying to, I guess, get it to take out, not take out Clubhouse, but kind of like replace it in a sense. Already. That, as you said, for live streaming, there's a stream yards, there's the restreams, there's the boss. This is this went from that's why this went from being on a microphone, you in a little room with two people, to now you have to be super technical. You have to have your a green screen behind you and have things going on. You have to know how to edit. You have to know how to use LinkedIn and make it look this way. You have to know how to do all of these stuff right now. It's not, it's not, not a joke. joke. <laughs> it's not a joke thing. It's not. And you said something so like, so important, like everything you said was important, but a part that I want to also highlight is the fact that like, it's not a personal thing. Like, I know that I'm gonna like, I'm going to interview Chromas. She may not say yes now, but I know it's coming because also a key part of what you're saying is the numbers, but also a healthy portion is that value and that like 
community that your podcast or your for lack of better words like energy brings you know what mm-hmm. i mean when you watch a nardwar you know the energy and what nardwar brings you know you know you're looking forward to that you know what i'm saying when you're watching entertainment report there's certain key things that only you could do when i'm watching you know drink yeah. chance there's drink tramps yeah like nori and efn you know what i'm saying when i'm watching million dollars worth of game so it's just that's also a key thing so drake is not just gonna sit down with you because you're his bedroom it doesn't it doesn't it doesn't work like that like what are you bringing when i say downtown like it it works for me because i'm also incorporating that into my life i'm trying to really it being the last year in my 30s i'm not my 30s my 20s and all of that of course you know it's important to me not to waste time with negativity it's important to me to eat fruit in my my business and that is a key part to the podcast and when i'm saying it's about value is about separating the real from the people that are just doing this 100% and let let me tell you something you just you just brought up a good point where you said this is your last year in your in your 20s okay let me tell you something February 18th coming up I'm turning 46 okay you know good man <laughs> <laughs> listen i feel only now when i really was supposed to start crushing it was last year when i was 44 right when the pandemic hit and i feel like yes there was so much stuff on the table i mean if i could really tell people what was on the go nobody would believe me it was really crazy 44 you know Mm-hmm. now 45 now i feel like i'm really starting to grow my wings i'm not really flying yet grow my wings at 44 turning 45 next month you in your 20s listen to me when you're 40 how you're going to feel at 40 is going to feel wow. i can't even explain it to you so then you have so much more to go so even if your thing doesn't really take off for the next 5 years well you're 35 okay so what You still have so much more to go. Donald, look who they signed into the um Joe Biden. This guy became the president and yeah, almost is it 80 or 70 something? 70 something, I believe. Okay. Look how that yeah. is totally different. You know what I mean? That is something totally different. So then that means anything is possible at any time as long as you continue to breathe. You have so much further to go. So much As do you, as do you think, like, like I, I get motivated, like, I love seeing, like, people like yourself just not fitting into that box, not being the, like, typical, you know, and showing that, because there's room, as I said, look at, look at the shows that I'm watching, I'm watching M worth a game, down to, like, something like Dr. Joy, so, I'm I'm a bit weird like I'm on a wide spectrum but we all time, are. You know what I'm saying? There's there's room for everyone and you have Nip behind you, you know, RIP mm-hmm. Nip like who mm-hmm. RIP Nip and you know the marathon. Mm-hmm. Like that's why if if I could be 100% honest with you, if you ask me to repeat one Nipsey Hustle song, I can't But it's just what he represents. I said I rate this guy. When I watched a video a long time ago with him and they were talking to him and somehow the camera zoomed up and looked at him and he looked in the camera and said I'm a rebel. That right there touched my soul to a different way. I said this guy 
I rate this guy to a completely different level. You understand? His hustle mentality. I don't really know what songs that, but what he represents and who he is, 1,000% down for that. Yeah. Yeah. Well, a trap night or two might have introduced me. <laughs> but, but, you know, with that, being, with that being said, it was even, like, more meaningful to me because that's someone that I could say, yo, like, he was really out there. And you could, as you say, you could see it in his eyes, like, there, there's certain there's certain energies that's why like one of my favorite artists to listen to is Ross like like I have an energy playlist <laughs> on my phone and like majority of it is Ross because there's certain people that just embody that energy where it's like when they're saying what they're saying like I'm gonna listen yeah. you know there was a book list that came out of books that Nip recommended to people to read and that is something that personally like privately I've just said to myself I really do want to go through that list and complete those books because reading is something that also is very very important and i feel like with podcasting i can hear a lot of people don't read mm -hmm. i'm not no big like author anything like that but i feel like it's an important aspect similar to like music artists that say they make hip-hop you should not only be listening to hip hop or else your music is going to die for sure straight up no shade no tea mm -hmm. so it's like applying that mentality and that concept to like podcasting like you said it's a full time job it's i don't even think and somebody like you you're very versed i could hear everything the names that you said the, the apps you're calling, the shows that you listen to, I can tell you're very versed. And let me tell you something. I've been to conferences where I think it was a CBC conference. And to the level that they were taking it, I says, okay, this is dead, dead, dead serious. This is a multi-billion dollar industry. What it is, you have to remember, we're running radio stations and BTs that we control. Yes. You understand? Multi-billion dollar business. But you just got to find really? where you fit. You understand? Okay, you know what? This works for me. This is my lane. Okay, cool. There is 200,000 people out there that want to listen to this consistently. Whatever it is. But you just got to continue working until you either find them or they find you. Straight. But they're out there. Mm -hmm. Straight. Straight. And, you know, just this is my last nerd part when it comes to the podcasting i'm sorry i know i like diverted quickly. don't worry don't worry but you know it's something i truly am passionate about because if this is something that as i said we we're gonna be on that more mount rushmore of people from the city that do it like i feel like this is part of the mentality and the dedication like you speak on that we have to have towards what we're doing you have to be passionate you have to really want this mm -hmm. and i know you want it like more than ever, you know? So it's it's very key to, to, to just build that and know the importance. Like people say, like I said, beginning of pandemic, I seen a lot of people that came and I was excited for them. A lot of announcements, a lot of announcements, but what I'm seeing happening today, I'm not, I'm not, I'm not finding it. Search not found. So <laughs> it needs to be, the consistency needs to be there. Now, when it comes to, I was listening to Joe Budden podcast today and you know, he 
that's a story as well. If you're in the podcast community, you should have been following because it's part of the conversation of seeing how this world is developing. And as people know, they've made that deal with Cash App and just seeing him develop the network and coming out with these things. I've also tried to, you know, have my attempt at having this is a network and putting out multi podcasts, you know, and just creating that space because it's something that you are, who, but you know, but now when you're speaking of, you spoke on it earlier, blockchain, and we're speaking on Bitcoin and things of that nature. And then you're thinking about podcasting and how those two worlds. <laughs> Listen, but yeah, you have to remember in the world that we're in, you could marry podcasts to basically anything. You could have a, a episodes. It's you could have a podcast where it strictly talks about water. Yeah, Texas water. <laughs> where the best water comes from. Where the best thing there. Oh, you want to have a Bitcoin? Okay, there's. I'm pretty sure. I'm. I guarantee you. As we speak, there's at least one to two hundred Bitcoin podcasts out there. As we speak. Oh. Not even that. I'm thinking about the ways we get paid on mm -hmm. the back end and how that works. You know, it gets crazy, but I don't want to get too nerdy for people. So <laughs> <laughs> it's you're it's gonna be something where you can look back on this five years from now when everything actually becomes real. Oh yeah. And then you could say, okay, you know what? You see, I spoke of that five years ago. You take out the clip, you put it back on, say, see, I've been speaking about it. Oh, it's real. It's, it's, it's very real. And the fact that I can go into the same store where I get my backwards and the machine is there, it's real people. So, yeah. you know, get your information up and get with it. Like, and another staple question Talk to me. <laughs> that we do ask here at downtown, don't waste no time with negativity is you have the four elements, mm -hmm. you got earth, air, fire, and water, mm -hmm. which element do you feel like represents you or you resonate with the most and why? Water, 100%. Mm -hmm. I'm Aquarius, the water sign. We're very, we're very fluid. We're very loving. We're very likable, but we're very dangerous at the same time too. Water is something you could see right to the bottom of it. But if you jump in and you can't swim, you'll die in that water very liquid you have to know how to maneuver through situations water 100 percent, without a doubt i love that yeah. i love that you have to know how to maneuver through situations one of my friends she always says like the only thing other than god that can build land mm -hmm. is water like sure. most powerful so like everything you said resonates with me I'm definitely a lot of tweets in there. <laughs> a lot of tweets in there. Now, another random question that I love to ask is, you know, if you see my personal page, I love food. Food is life. <laughs> yeah, I got good food, clean nails. I am there. <laughs> got you. What did you eat today? And I need like description, you know, I'd be loving the food. I'm. Just, I, is is it you cooking? Is it wifey cooking? With no, the wife. We. Yeah. She, yeah. <laughs> <Jeez>. <laughs> um. Today, because we didn't eat dinner yet. Today, breakfast we had. I can't believe we had 
omelet, a cheese omelet with hard dough bread, wicked mm-hmm. with some with some immune tea, no sugar. That's what I like my tea? tea. It's just like immune boosting tea. It's like it's nothing crazy where you have to go to the to certain store to get it. You could go to any <laughs> store and get it. <laughs> it's, I think Tetley are one of those people make it. Okay, okay, okay. And yeah. it's called like immune tea. Yeah, immune boosting okay. tea. Um, for lunch, we had. I can't believe I'm going black now. That's mm. crazy. And this today. <laughs> that's today. But you see, you know what? Today I can't lie. Today I was I was doing a lot of editing, uploading. Mm-hmm. I think I don't think I really because sometimes I'd sit down and eat lunch with my wife and stuff because she works from home also. Yeah. So right now, through all of this, we're both working from home. So I don't think I sat down with her. I was uploading most of the time. I can't remember what I had for lunch. I didn't eat dinner yet, but I remember cheese omelet, hard dough bread, immune boosting tea for breakfast. I can't remember lunch though. So that's so wild. <laughs> right? But thank you for sharing that. And that's real because that is a huge part that goes into just running your own business, being independent like being a true leader and things of that nature, because sometimes you forget to eat. Sometimes you don't even know if you ate, like you can't remember what you ate, but this is just my unprofessional way of checking in with my guests to make sure you're good, <laughs> that at least you consume something today, or at least I took the thought so that you can remember to have something today. Now, sure. if I'm going too far, please tell me, I'm not going to talk about this. Talk to me. Talk to me. me. You know, when it comes to wifey, you know, the times that you do let us see her, I just love seeing the dynamic between you guys. Thank you. For me, I I don't know your guys' situation. I eat free of my my business, but I really do get like a that's my best friend energy from you too. And I love seeing the vlogs because one, you guys are just, obviously you're a bit older. You're not, (laughs) older than me but you're a bit you're a bit older so I just and I love black love and just mm-hmm. I don't even see it often so I just love seeing it with the, the just the dynamic between you two you know mm-hmm. and I hope you guys continue to just find a way to to continue putting content content out together because you annoying her <laughs> and her just trying to do her thing it's 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 a nice it's a beautiful dynamic to see but what is that like? Like you said, you, it's pandemic. You guys are both working from home. You guys have been together for quite some time. Like, isn't it, if I'm not mistaken, like high school or? No, not high school. Not so long. We've been, the funny thing with it, I think January. Oh, kill me. There's a big number. Like, I know it was a big anniversary. So thir- 13 years, 13 years together. We've been married six. Don't get mad at him if he doesn't. <laughs> it was January <laughs> 10th or something that was our anniversary for our dating anniversary 13 years we've been married six now we've been it, it's been been a been a quite a journey and you're asking what's uh yeah what just is, as a man like anything that because you know you're speaking with me and we're speaking about just leaving that ego you know mm-hmm. out the door and it's not a lot of time i get to speak with you kings but mm-hmm. i if you could speak on just partnership and being with your wife and being your fr- best friend and the times you feel like move on with, like just, <laughs> you know? Okay. I'll, okay. I'll tell you this much. This is, this is how I describe our relationship. I'll tell her about her clot at 10 o'clock 
And by 10.05, we're laughing like everything was good. And that's just how we're, we're two very opposite people. I like to, if I'm watching stuff, I like to watch like a lot of what you're watching, the serious stuff more like, I like a lot of documentaries, a lot of news updates, a lot of podcasts, those type of stuff. She likes a lot of cartoons. That's what she (laughs) likes about Bob Burgers, freaking (laughs) Simpsons, um, all of those type of cartoons. That's what she's into. But she's extremely brilliant. When it comes to a book, put anything in a book. That's her. She could read it from back to front, front to back. Me, I'm the opposite. I'm more, let me put my hands on it. Once I understand how it works, I'm good like that. So you see us being so opposite, it works for us. You understand? I'm still, as I said, we've been married almost seven years now. I'm still me. She's still her. And then there's us. So when we're at home working, it's like, it's not a problem. Generally, you go do your thing. You're at the back of the house working. I'm at the front of the house working. Cool. When we're done, whatever the case is, it's, I don't see it as the pandemic hasn't really change a relationship per se it's only had me at home a lot more i like to i like the road you know what i mean i like being on the road yeah. but it's kept me i'm still working because thank god i could actually work from anywhere now yeah. internet a webcam a mic and i'm good yeah. to go so it's it's been great you have to just know i loved my wife before the pandemic and during the pandemic so it's not like there was an issue yeah, yeah. it's a lot of people don't like who they're with. They're just with this person because of convenience, because of because of comfort and all this stuff. But as an individual, they don't like them. It's real. That's mm-hmm. real. And thank you for sharing that because I remember another um, lady I spoke with and her name was Ty Woods and she has, um, she's a serial entrepreneur as well. And her husband, and her work in a business together. And they also have a segment on um, YouTube, like love and entrepreneurship, but they speak on that, you know, dynamic and they've been together from high school. And she candidly, you know, admitted to me, like she is not the best at dealing with like their employees. Mm-hmm. And she understands like her strengths and she leaves that side of things to her husband because for whatever reason, no matter what she says, it just doesn't come out the correct way to people. Mm-hmm. But what I took from that is just, and what from what you're also explaining today, is just you guys understand and overstand that at some point you have to give each other each other space and also remember each other's strengths and weaknesses and use that to build, in a sense, a stronger bond and not mm-hmm. see that as a negative. You know? 100%. One, it, it, that can't be. You can't be... I wouldn't want to be involved with myself. I couldn't date myself or marry myself. And I mean, I know how I know how I am. Even if nobody else knows, I know me. Yeah. I want to be married to basically somebody that's opposite of me. And I'm pretty sure my wife is the same way. She wouldn't want to date someone like her or be involved with someone. We need that dynamic to come together to create even something greater. The yin and the yang. Exactly. And just my last question in that regard, if there is something that you could say as hubby that, you know, you try to, you may not always remember, but you try to do just within the 
within your your partnership that you know to help keep a smaller one of those things to just keep the fire burning so to see so to say in your relationship what is maybe some advice you could give to myself or a younger gentleman out there just you know pay attention to your partner and as in even if they're not a big complainer or they don't ask for a lot pay attention to them and i mean as in paying attention as in listen to what they're saying but actually give them your time also even if you say okay she doesn't really need my time she's not complaining she needs your time buddy yeah. you understand or he needs your time pay attention to your partner once you pay attention to them whether it's mentally or physically or spiritually you you'll be okay right. pay attention wow thank you thank no, no bravo thank you now <laughs> this is the last question i promise it is a fun okay. it's a fun question that another staple but i okay. must ask you how about how about this before we go to the last question i have a question for you sure of course okay, okay. <laughs> pandemic started okay so say last year march how has that affected your productivity when it comes to podcasting? Has it increased, decreased? How is that for you? And something using a platform like Zoom, have you always been using it or it's something you just incorporated into your business now? Well, I'll be very like transparent because I know there are times people like ask me about, you know, how I do things on the back end and things like that. Yeah. But like pre-pandemic, how yeah. I like run things is how I run it now. But it, for whatever reason, which I still don't completely know the answer, people were not open to it. I wouldn't get quite a warm reception to it. It would kind of be like, well, why don't you have a huge studio? And why don't you want to like link like all of these things? Like I was, I was like, I'm not trying to make it seem like whatever, but like Candy K, like there's a bunch of people that I've spoken with where they can even tell like there's no cap in my rap, you know what I yeah. mean? <laughs> they can they can say like, and you know, people would be off-putted or they would even shut me down for interviews because I would say, oh, it would be just audio only over the phone or it would be via a program like this. And when the pandemic hit and people were finally like at home and they caught up, cause that's like honestly what it was, then it didn't seem as crazy and then the publicists and everyone started coming in and being like, okay, well, you already have this established. You are COVID proof in a sense, you know, and having a home studio, investing into the tech and you know how that road can be. It, it, it did help in a sense. And even though I was frustrated and not having the funds, self-teaching or being self-taught how to run Audacity, um, how to edit using these like, it, it paid off in the long run. So that is my honest answer with that. Smart, you know? smart, smart girl. Cause that's what I, I really wanted to know. Okay. Because again, I could see in this conversation here where your mind is at. So they're not saying, okay, did you just flip the switch and go Thank you. right to zoom right away? Or was it something where you said, okay, I've been sitting down and doing something like this from one year ago and nobody was paying me no mind. Yeah. until the the switch flipped on them and then now they came back to me yeah what, it, what i see it as is like 
this is like the digital streets like what i say like when i say the cheat code obviously you didn't have it like it's not cheat code but and it says like you were really outside like yeah. outside but not in the way you were outside so people can't say they saw me at every club or this or that because one my mom was like super duper duper strict <laughs> and, and you know like a lot of the times you know it's just it was the setup was different for me but in the digital world like i was solely making that like imprint so when the switch happened and everyone was home or at least in one place yeah. well that running around that would happen it wasn't it wasn't quite happening and as i said like people's mentality they it didn't seem so foreign to me being like no i don't want to see you in person we're going to do it like this way so um zoom has gotten a lot nicer since the <laughs> since you know loosening up the rules but you know that's honestly like what it what it was no that's that's really that's really smart because to tell you the god's honest truth since again we're being 100 percent transparent yeah. Yeah. i was offered people like um jack here and all of these guys pre pandemic and yeah. they said it's gonna have to be um virtual i said no nah, man right now where i'm at i'm in the studio you know and i mean okay i want the person to sit right there have the lights have all these stuff there but listen let me tell you as soon as the pandemic happened bob march 13 a couple of days after they said yo we're closing everything down i went home i was down for one week like frig what am i gonna do you have this nice studio where you want to have these nice mics and stuff what are you gonna do buddy i had to pick it up figure it out figure it out i seen zoom was hot but then the only problem that i found with zoom at first yeah. was it was an app that you had to download i said i know i'm dealing mm -hmm. with a lot of people that's not really 100 percent savvy like that yeah let me see something and that's where Streamyard came right. into play yeah. you know i mean i said yeah you don't have to download anything you just gotta click in boom and you see from that we went from putting out one episode a week to now putting out three episodes a week because you have access to people that you 12 months ago was not even a thought yeah. they were not yeah. on my radar yeah. now now because of something that you've seen from a long time ago it now gave us all access to get basically anybody that's willing to talk to us yeah well i I've always like been in search of platforms like <clears throat> that can just do like different things because even back in the day, you know, when I used to do the mixes, I always try to find a way. Yeah. <laughs> I love yo, when I say like I love music, like mm -hmm. it's not it's not a joke thing. It's yeah. not a joke. like I love music. And when I used to put out mixes because I was always trying to find a way to incorporate you know, before this playlist thing became so popular, that's what we were doing. And I actually get a live DJ to do these set mixes, uh, be on the mic, you could probably still find them. And Mixcloud is where I used to put that. And some people were actually putting out shows, but you're right. And that is somewhere I've been slipping, which I am not ashamed to say that I definitely need to be taking advantage of that um, StreamYard approach. But, you know, with like, running the website and you know i'm not making any excuses so i'm not even going to say that out loud the work's mm -hmm. going to get done you know i like that the work's going to get done but thank you for asking that and you know when you just think about 
it's just limitless. Like, it makes me so excited. Like, I know, like, <laughs> because when I finally have someone that I can, like, speak to about these things, I get, like, I get super, I get super excited. So please forgive me. No, per- no problem at all. Because, again, this road we're on, unless you built out that team, which most of us don't have right now, it's a lonely road. Yeah. You understand? It's a lonely road where you're editing, you're posting, you're coming up with the caption, you're doing, you're booking, you're trying to. Yeah. 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 It's a, it's a lonely, lonely road until it gets to where it needs to go. Exactly. Exactly. And, um, I'm not sure, but this is something I'll be vulnerable in saying that I had been looking into and trying to figure it out mm-hmm. is I seen Oprah. She did an interview. Um, I believe it was with Obama and somehow the tech, they were able to set it up where it looked like they were in the same room, but of course they weren't. So. Mm-hmm. <laughs> But like, listen, hold on. hold on, hold on. <laughs> we are, we are there. Like I'm ready. It's wild. It's it's about to, it's about to get super wild because you see, right now you're on a flat screen. I'm on a flat screen. You see me. I could kind of see you. Type of stuff. Cool. But you see, once we start to actually start doing like, because remember that virtual reality stuff started from when they had um, wow. they did one with Tupac. They did one with Michael Jackson and they did one with somebody else that died. You see, when we get to that level, when we're interviewing people in virtual reality, that's that's when the game is going to get super wild. So let me say this. OK, so one day I'm not sure if you saw that drink chance episode with Lamar Odom. Yes. Which I have a lot of opinions. on. That. <laughs> I didn't watch all of it, but I did because the. They, they got me from the trailer. I'm not yeah. really a big sports guy, but the trailer, I said, okay, let me go see yeah. what's going on. No, I was heavy into it because, as I said, there's certain unicorns in the game where I feel like people try to violate them, mm-hmm. but we should really, like, listen to what they have to say. And people can say what they want about Lamar Odom, but, yo, anybody that's died to come back to life over, like, even one time, and this man's, like, mm-hmm. over, like, five or six times, I want to hear what that man has to say because he seems 100%. Cannot even fathom. So that's the way I choose to look at it. But he came on with a product <clears throat> and it was like a virtual reality type product. And I remember he was trying to speak on it where it kind of looked like a webcam in a sense, mm-hmm. but it's, <clears throat> it's set up where he wasn't fully explaining it, but where you could set it up where if you're running, say you're running entertainment report, mm-hmm. whoever owns that tech, they can feel, they can set it up where they're basically in the room with you. Like, it looked just like the hologram stuff of what you're speaking on. Mm-hmm. Now that I said it, like, look it up. I want to remember the name, of, I'm in, and I'm sorry I haven't, but it's really like, you can set up a live audience, like seriously, on some Hunger Games stuff. This is what, but this is, this is what I'm trying to tell you. Things are about to get wild where, look, we're still in the middle of this pandemic now, a lot of people will complain say, oh, this is the worst time of my life and all that. Listen, let me tell you something. This has been, I can't say the best, but this has been the most enlightening 11 months of my entire life. It's been, it's been wild. 
it's been the possibilities have become endless yeah you understand but it's just you have to stop being a victim and start looking say hey what's out there thing just passed jeff bezos the other day um elon musk in the middle in the middle of a pandemic yeah elon musk just passed jeff prototype says this man listen in the middle of a pandemic and you're gonna tell me nothing's going on boss doesn't make sense and and the major the major like the, the other major thing as well is like this is a time you know as i said <laughs> i like to say there's no cap in my rap there's no cap in your rap because mm-hmm. at the same time everybody loves to talk but if you're a true hip-hop fan you know a common bar you'll hear all the time is when they're referencing going into the jungle and coming out wearing a fur so like Wow. are beacon out here and i and i don't i don't understand it mm-hmm. i don't get it because if that's is if if we really you know we're living by reasonable doubt and we're living by dipset and we're living by like these monumental albums that you say have raised you mm-hmm. well remember podcast game like it's food like let's get it let's- everybody everybody's a tough guy until they get punched in the mouth you understand <sighs> And that's what it is. We all got punched in the mouth. So what are you going to do? Are you going to lay down? Are you going to come back and swing back? Were you just going to, okay, that, that was cool. And just lay down and just wait for things to happen. Plus, there's so many things happening right now that you could get involved with. And as you said, you've seen a million podcasts pop up from the other day because everybody heard this thing's hot podcast 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 but from as i said they put out the first one and a hundred people listen and by the time they got to a fifth and seven people were listening they said no i can't handle this if you could get to the 12th and that's where a thousand people were listening then you'd be on your way but you stopped at seven you can't handle this you have to be built different to really hold this put out episode after episode after episode and no listens nobody cares you understand? So, I asked you, I asked you um, two things before the last question. I'm sorry, but this conversation no is just <laughs> I like it. I like it's it. So, thank you. It's so amazing. You know, when it comes to, as I said, we're speaking about podcasting. A lot of people are talking about their top five, you know, lists, hip hop, stuff like that. But we're changing the conversation. All right. Give me... It doesn't have to be in a particular order. I don't want to do that to you, but give me your, I'll be nice. I'll say give me your top 10 podcasts because you seem like myself where you listen to a lot. <laughs> listen to a lot. Okay. I got to shout out people that over at Urban X podcast. That's with Black Dot and Malcolm. That's more like a conscious one. Okay. Um, who else am I listening? Clearly Drink Champs also. We'll throw like the breakfast club in there. Who else? You know who I like? And a lot of people don't really get to see that side of him. The DJ Envy and his wife, um, Meet the Cases yes. podcast. Yeah. Yes. I like that. You know who's taught me a lot, weirdly, as I could say it? Um, what's those two girls? They're um horrible decisions. I oh, love and- that. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I love them. Yeah. I learned um, a lot. <laughs> yeah, yeah. They taught me just how they structured everything i learned a lot from them um no jumper too um what do you like about no jumper i like where adam is coming from if you've seen 
his um XX extension um interview and yeah. see how grainy and grimy they had their mics on wooden things yeah. just to see where they are today. Yeah. That's inspirational to another level. Go yeah. back and watch some of those old ones. And just like even though right now he's on he's on the blacklist, something like Vlad, if you watch what Vlad did to his platform and what he does, buddy, that man is a genius. I don't watch it anymore when because you're funded by the FBI, isn't it easy? Mm, it's I'm not okay. I'm not talking about the questions and all of that. That's put that aside because saying, I get funding. Yeah, that's a podcasting. I mean, he didn't uh, really has mm-hmm. to. You know what I'm saying? They provide. I just keeping it real for the people. We said we gonna keep it real. I have to be yeah. real. That is that's what it's known to be. Of course, we we all we've heard it. A lot of people ask about it and all that. That's it's been cool. said now. I'm saying, it's been, it's, okay. It's been I'm said. I'm saying outside of that, I'm not, yeah. as I said, we're, we're on code. We haven't, I haven't listened to Vlad for a freaking, from 19 whole long. Yeah, yeah, yeah. What he did and how he did it, I'm talking about, he's the one that invented putting out six, seven, eight clips of one mm. episode, you know. Mm. He invented that. I mm. said, okay, cool. You might be working with feds. But you invented this style here. So, okay. Mm. Incorporate that style. For podcasts, who else am I listening to? And that is a hack as well. I don't want to gloss over that. That is a hack as well because I'm not, as I said, we're keeping it real. YouTube, if you're able, you you see other podcasts doing it too. You're able to do that. That keeps you consistent on the algorithm. That, all of that, you know? I, you understand. Yep, yep. So, yeah. <laughs> What mess with heavy too is uh my Toronto people there. We love hip hop. Friday PK Herx, Gutsy Guts, and those guys over there. Who are they still... Toronto or Montreal? No, they're Toronto. Okay, okay. Yeah. Somebody, Joe Rogan too. I like what Joe does. Um who else do I listen to? Listen to. Mm-hmm. There's one and two business ones, clearly Gary V, but I don't like to listen, I like to watch. Mm. Um, there's a difference there is there is mm-hmm. i find that difference happening now as well there's some ones i watch or certain ones i listen to mm-hmm. yeah i would say those are am i leaving anybody out another homegrown pre-pre-lime that's with busby and jkd over there um extra gravy with um marlin um marlin big norm and what's her name oh alicia west west yes you know those are basically I know the queens. You haven't said much queens out here. So I definitely, you know, pay attention mm-hmm. to the women. You know. <laughs> because you men, um, while I love what you all are doing, I have to say that is definitely a huge part of my inspiration as well. Where as a female, I definitely want to represent for us because while you guys do create a great space, I feel like mm-hmm. we need more women in toronto that are doing this as well one thousand eight gazillion percent you know what i mean they're one one hundred percent that's why even if you look when i tell people the podcast entertainment report is from pastors to porn stars and everything in between that's yeah, I, love that. <laughs> I love that and i love the stars come on <laughs> My wife hates when I say that, but that's the truth. It's like, so then, but I've had women porn stars, 
and I've had, well, I didn't even put it out yet, a woman pastor. You understand? So it's like I try to incorporate. I've had female um, female entrepreneurs, female singers, female rappers, female dance hall artists, female, you, you name it. Yeah. We've, we've had it because you have to respect the women just as much as you respect the men, even though it's entertainment and clearly it's a male it's a male driven business. There's, you'll find more men up front, but yo, there's still a lot of women. And I try to talk to as much people as possible. Yeah. Understand. Well, I must, I must be on the show one day to represent. Listen, <laughs> you're listening. You see, okay. One thing that you did that was really smart, which is another, we'll say a hack is sometimes you got to, as much work as you put in, you always have to present yourself to the people that you're trying to get in contact with. You see us doing the show. I've seen you, seen your work around like it. As I said, I checked it out and stuff. But you see, now that we have this link here, yeah. this builds a deeper connection where it's like, yeah, you know what? Come on the show. We got something going on. Come on the show. I got something for you. You understand? You're oh. you you're extremely brilliant. You know what you're doing. Thank you. It's yeah. it's true though, and that like that is a huge part of the business. Like even though the podcasting world is so huge in a sense it's very small as well and the importance mm -hmm. of carrying your name with respect and dignity and you know being what you say you are and being real like that's why it matters more than ever because once again you know <laughs> how what you said about clubhouse but at the same time i've been looking at it in a sense and social media just on the spectrum and be like okay how does this fit into the human body of you know but i'm seeing clubhouse as kind of like the consciousness like the brain because you, you the amount of money that we have to be investing into posting things ready for instagram or um youtube with clubhouse all of that is erased there's no bread that has to be put up if you're really like being smart about it it's about what Just you your say. voice you know you don't you don't have to do set design, all of that. You don't have to worry about the cameras. You just literally have to talk. And people are following you and messing with you. Hopefully, that's how I'm trying to move on Clubhouse, <laughs> based on what you have to say, <laughs> you know? And that's why the value, I know I keep saying it, but it's just, it's so important because a lot of the time, people have invested so much into these materialistic things and these things that don't mean much and now at a time when people have to stand in line for food and shelves are empty i don't i don't really care about what jordans are dropping on a certain date <laughs> not at all it's not the time for that right now yeah not not at all no you're 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 very brilliant and you're very direct in your approach and what you like and what you don't like and i really 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 like that and you're really knowledgeable about what you're speaking on also thank you thank you yeah man no. now definitely <laughs> thank you i truly like i don't take that lightly at all i don't and um when it this is the other <laughs> the last question that i did you know <laughs> Well, it's it's the second to last, but when it comes to you know two nine music hut, the brand because it's 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 no longer the hut, 
like is literally the mm -hmm. brand. And when it comes to Sheldon and just the vision that you have and what you want us to know, what you want people to remember, what what is that? What do I want people to know? I want people to know when they're dealing with me, where they're dealing with the brand, they're going to get 100%. Whether it's 100% of what you expected, what you paid for, or whatever the case is, you're going to get that 100%. Because building a brand takes long and it's hard. This brand here, April 1st, is going to be 25 you understand? It took us 25 years to build this brand here. So, <laughs> yeah. So I need to make sure that you leave with a, a good experience in dealing with me or dealing with it. Because, for example, I needed to make sure I was here ready to go before you even came in. That's the kind of experience that I want. I want to have. I want you to walk away with, so, okay, you know what? He was here five minutes before I was here, ready to go. I said that. I said he's here. He's ready. Yeah. 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 You, you, you want to, you, that's what you want to deal with people. But for even me, Sheldon, we're going to even take off the muscle right now to Sheldon. Yeah. I want to be that person that inspires you to go the furthest that you can. Because I know in my heart, there's still something, there's still a grander plan for me in my life, wherever, whether it happens five years from now, 10 years from now, or 20 years from now, there's still a grander play that's going to happen. And I want people to say, you know what? I seen that guy sit down in the mall for 15 years and do this and that, sell me CDs. I remember when I used to come with my mom and now I'm coming with my kids and I know that guy there and he, cause he did it. I know I could do it too. That's what I really wanted to be where I seen this guy from ground zero zero do it that means i could do it too that's really what i want to leave for people exactly. yeah. and, those, and those days children when you feel like you know because we do obviously have those days where we're not feeling as motivated you know i want you to remember everything you just said because you are not alone and you know we need to remind each other that that's what's happening more than ever. For you know? sure. Even Thank on, you. Even down to your wife that you mm -hmm. see every day. We have to remind each other that we aren't alone because there's a lot of people that haven't made it, you know, that we didn't think we would be saying goodbye to, whether that's in a business sense or in life itself. <laughs> in life I itself. agree. I agree because... If 2020 has, has taught you anything, is things change and you have to really cherish and you have to really re evaluate, reevaluate what you cherish, what you really put value on. As you said, a lot of businesses, people, friendships, marriages, a lot of stuff couldn't make that jump into 2021. You know what I mean? It got stuck in 2020 behind us there. Seriously, seriously. Now, this fun question is another okay. staple, but okay. <laughs> if it is a bit much for you, I feel more than free. You can see past. <laughs> Come, talk but, to me. You know, talk I don't want the people to be like, I did not ask you this question. <laughs> Are you familiar with the game? Would you rather? Say that again? 
Are you familiar with the game with the water? Sounds familiar. Let's um explain it to me. You are given two options. Okay. And you are to choose one either or of the options. Okay. But I'm being nice today and you are more than welcome to pass. Or should I should I be nice and just I'm an extremist. I want to go all the way and we'll come back though. All right, let's go. Let's do this. Oh, let's do it. Would you rather mm-hmm. cut off mm-hmm. both of your thumbs mm-hmm. or a baby's foot? Both of my thumbs or a baby's foot? <laughs> Yo. Let, let's go with, let's go with both of my thumbs, because at this age here, 45, I've used them for 45 years and let the baby grow into being an adult. Let's go with my thumbs, even though that would suck. But okay. we're in 2021. I'm pretty sure they'll find new electronic thumbs. So I could put those on. <laughs> well, I'm, I am surprised. I'm surprised because 97% of the people say, chop off that baby's foot. Wow. Including me. <laughs> Including me. And you are part of the like the the very small three percent that says, you know, yeah. I had another lady, Cash, shout out to you, my Hawaiian babe. She said mm-hmm. she's gonna get some bionic thumbs so that she doesn't, you know, she don't feel <laughs> and I like your perspective, you know, you live 45 years. You, you feel like you, you, you've you done enough with the thumbs? You can give it up? I haven't done enough with them, you know, but uh, between, yeah, okay, we'll, we'll figure it out later. At uh, some point, at some point this week, you're going to look at them and be like, I've really been neglecting you guys, haven't I? <laughs> some point this, some point this week, I just looked at it when you talk to me right now. <laughs> it's like when you get a cut on your finger and you don't really pay attention to that finger until there's a cut there and you never realize how important that finger was to you 100%. so when i ask that question i know you know i hope peter none of those people come for me but i don't always mean it in the literal sense you know mm-hmm. it's definitely a psychological <laughs> for sure for sure i agree with that i agree Didn't so we'll pipe it down and we'll bring it down and i will ask you this last would you rather mm-hmm. you receive 500 million dollars mm-hmm. deposit one time or you have cured world hunger and the world knows like it was you. It was Sheldon. You did that. Let's put it this way. I would take the $500 million because I could cure, even if I can't cure everybody, I could do a significant amount of that of curing world hunger. Plus there are so many other things I could do too. Plus if I'm going to do something for somebody, you don't necessarily have to know that I did it. Or if we know, we don't have to talk about it either. That's just me. I like to do things quietly. You know what I mean? Okay. We'll take care of that, but nobody has to know anybody outside of this room doesn't have to know what we did. You understand? Yeah. So I'd probably 
without being because okay i gave you the thumbs i gave you guys the thumbs already you know? <laughs> i've done a lot for you like you have a whole part of my body like come on <laughs> no but with without being a, a super saint here i'm not saying i'm a super saint. i i would take the thing here the 500 million because i know there's so much more that i could do that would last time and time and time again i could probably invest in a company that might find some way to sustain nobody being hungry anymore mm. with the and still have 300 million left over to go do whatever who, who knows but i take the 500 who knows there's these random um youtubers oh i wish i remember i i watch so many random yeah. things like if you're ever looking for something random yeah feel more than free to ask me i can offer yeah. random things but there are these guys on um these young boys and mm. They like do the most beautiful random acts of kindness, like for people. Yeah, Mr. Beast. I feel like oh, is it Mr. Beast, but it's like a group of like friends, these white guys. And then there was this one episode where they gave this young boy, it was um this young black boy, but it was like a million. He got like twenty four hours mm -hmm. to spend a million dollars. That's wild. If you were given that. If I was given a million dollars. What would you buy? In 24 hours. You got a million dollars to spend. A million dollars is light right now. So I'd probably go buy right? some Bitcoin. Like, <laughs> yeah. You $20. Yeah, yeah, yeah. A million, million is, even though, don't get it twisted. Don't get it twisted <laughs> for one-tenth of a second. Most people walking around do not have access to a million dollars. That's myself. Oh yeah. Myself included. Don't have access. Yep. I have a million dollars right here. Not in a drawer. If we're talking between business and probably house and those type from, from that point of view, of course, you know what I mean? But from a, just have it in the bank set yeah. right there. Yeah. No, no, no. yeah. Um, buy some Bitcoin. Um, take a trip. Um, so I invested, I had fun, um, definitely take care of some people too. And I can't think of any, probably buy some more equipment. I like equipment. Yeah. That yeah. first place that little boy went was the best buy. He was at the yeah. show. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I'd buy, I'd buy like some new cameras and lights and all those stuff. There. Most definitely. Most definitely. Most definitely. I like that a lot. And yeah. I want to say like, thank you so much for this conversation. Like, thank you for the invite. Wow. It was, it's definitely, as I said, a full circle. You got yours with Gary V. Mm -hmm. I got mine with Sheldon to let music up today. And I truly like, I do not take it for granted. I, I truly respect everything you've done, everything you're going to do. And the conversation in itself, it was filled with a lot of fruit, a lot of fruit. Okay. Now yeah. I want to ask or say to you, I want you to have the last words, get, say anything you want. This is your time. Take it away. You got it. <laughs> okay. It's my time. Simply just go for it. Whatever it is that you have in your mind, your thought, your heart, and you think people might laugh, people might not understand, people might even 
turn your back on it, but this is what's in your heart, go for it. Because I rather go for it and drop on my face and say, okay, well, that was a good try. Instead of leaving it in my heart for 20, 30 years and still wondering what would have happened if I didn't go for it, go for it. I sat down in the mall for three years, frozen in fear, frozen in fear. If I said, you know what, I'm going to still make this fear control me. I would have been in the mall and we wouldn't be having this conversation because I wouldn't be doing what I was doing right now. You understand? And this was three years before all of this happened. People thought I was crazy. They said, yo, you're leaving all of this to go do what? Nobody's going to come see you anymore. This is crazy, whatever the case is. And a lot of them stopped messing with me. Yes, yes. As soon as the pandemic turned on, they were linking. Whatever is in your heart, go for it. You know what I mean? Go for it. Mm-hmm. When you say that, I know you mean it because that's real. And I know mm-hmm. I know how the, especially that cer- certain communities, like how they maneuver when they don't understand something. So mm-hmm. you're, you, you're practicing what you preach. So definitely go for it. You know, there's so many keys I could go over what you shared today. What I like to tell everyone, which I'm going to do myself, make sure you pause, rewind, replay and soak in all this game there are a lot of programs being said a lot of ideas and at the base of it it's limitless thinking being consistent like (laughs) yeah no and i wanted i want to say thank you for actually having me on your program today and having this type of conversation because again as i said 45 you said this is your last year and you're 20, so clearly you're 29. Yeah. That's uh, normally walking down the street, hanging out somewhere. We wouldn't generally come across each other. Exactly. But you see how we connected tonight? I felt like I'm speaking to somebody that now gets it. Yeah. You understand? And you're hostile. You're, you're driving the way how you're put it together and I didn't even realize it's been for that long I read that so much guy that is inspirational that is inspirational thank you understand thank you, thank you. Mm-hmm. and before we end tonight I definitely you know everyone I'm not shy and seeing that my mom by her choice she's still nursing and practicing and it's real out here what's happening in the nursing homes, in the hospitals, healthcare, like in the world period. But, you know, I want to salute to all the essential workers, the healthcare workers. We love you guys. We see you. We appreciate you. Like, we wouldn't be here without you guys. For sure. Yeah. And thank you so much again to Two Line Music Hut to Sheldon, to the brand, to just being so vulnerable and so open today. And I know there has to be at least one person that is inspired. I'm the one, so already best too. So it's so inspired and you're just feeling like you can go and put your dreams, like if it's up here, you just have to put it out. So this has been another episode downtown podcast don't waste no time with negativity you already seen what it is today don't waste no time with negativity eat fruit mind your business 
where can everyone find you, contact you if you choose? <laughs> All right. Well, generally, platform-wise, I'm easiest way instagram at two lined music hut the number two l-i-n-e-d-m-u-s-i-c or you could email me same thing two lined music hut at gmail.com check out the website www.twolinedmusichut.com um starting to play back with twitter again two lined music hut.com um clubhouse yeah get in there um twitch get in there um yeah, and for the podcast tour, right across all podcast platforms, including YouTube, Entertainment Report Podcast. Type it in, you'll see everything, Um, yeah, right across the board on WhatsApp. But this is just a WhatsApp number. You can't call it WhatsApp, you know. 416-264-3999, right across the board. Let's connect. Dope, dope. Thank mm-hmm. you. Thank you. Mm-hmm. Good night. Downtown.